what is Anchor? Anchor is the company that makes it easy for anyone to start a podcast. They have award-winning apps for iOS, Android, and the web. Anchor has easy-to-use tools, no-nonsense, and unlimited podcast hosting that's 100% free. Anchor is allowing people like you and I all over the world to have their voices heard, regardless of experience. So what are you waiting for? Download Anchor today. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Hello, everybody. There is nothing wrong with your podcast. Do not attempt to adjust the volume. I am control. If I wish to make it louder, I will bring up the volume. If I wish to make it softer, I will tune in to a whisper. For the next hour, sit quietly and I will control all that you hear. I repeat, there is nothing wrong with your podcast. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind. Welcome, aliens, reptiles, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, reptilians, and humans. I am your host, Ben Capitillo. You are listening to Ben's Beer and Cigar Conspiracy. The place is here. The time is now. And the journey into the shadows that you're about to hear could be our journey. Time, a handy fiction to explain why everything doesn't happen all at once. Or maybe you and I are the fiction moving minute by minute. Hello, everybody. I am joined in the one and only Noah Capetillo. Do you want to say something, Noah? Yeah. You know, I like how this was supposed to be like your show, and then I kind of just creeped my way in here. I'm just like, hey, I'm here now. <laughs> but yeah, I've been doing good. How have you been doing, Dad? I've been doing very well, you know. Um, a lot of people have been requesting you. They like you on the show. So we're going to continue that trend. All right, all right. Um, I'm not sure um, if any kids are listening to this, but if you are, spring break is now here, so go ahead. You can play games all day or go outside if you want to. I would say go outside and play. Skip the game part. Okay, we know you don't like games. You were a gamer back then, Dad. I play games at night, but I played outside during the day because my mom said once that light turns on from the street, the street light, you better get your you, my butt better be inside, and then that's when nothing else I could do is play games. Hmm. So I wouldn't stay in my room playing games all day like you do. Hey, I go outside too. Yeah, 
what, just to get some fresh air and come back in? No, I run outside, Dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I heard from the grapevine that you saw the new Batman movie. How was that? Um, spoiler alert right here. So if you haven't watched the movie and you're interested in seeing it, just go ahead and skip ahead. But um, the movie was okay, I guess. I mean, for three hours, oh my god, no. Like, the movie was stretched on way too long. Like, I, um, it was, like, okay, but it was, yeah. Because the whole point of the movie was just about Batman trying to find out the Riddler. And if you're trying to watch the movie to see Bruce Wayne, like, not Batman, but Bruce Wayne, don't. There's like, he's only there for, like, six seconds, and then he's gone. Oof. Uh, never seen for the rest of the movie. And what? he's not so... For real? Yeah. Man. And then you never even see him... Like, um, you don't even see him, like, in these cool fight scenes. Sure, he has fight scenes, but, like, he had to hit a guy, like, eight times to finally knock him down. And he gets his, he gets his R speed pretty dang well in the movie. Forget he it. He had to rely on adrenaline. Nope, definitely not for me. That's not the Batman we know. Mm-hmm, the no. Batman we know would probably just put out a battering and solo with eight people. Who knows, man? Uh, the movies nowadays are not as good as they were before. I can't remember the last good movie that I could honestly say um, that it was worth seeing at the movie theaters. For me, it was the Sonic movie. And the Sonic movie, I think, is coming out next month on the 11th. It's not a Sonic movie, too. Well, hopefully, hopefully it's a good one. They didn't make it. Yeah, they, uh, they did a reference at the beginning of the movie, and that's in the movie theaters. They made a Batman reference. He was like, when justice called. <laughs> and then on the scene, like, with the boat, he's like, yeah, blue justice, trademark pending. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, today, we're going to talk about the Mothman. Now, Noah, have you ever heard of the Mothman? Or have you seen the Mothman? And, yeah, tell me. Um... I've heard of him. I, I don't believe I've seen him before, but there was this really one weird time to where I think um, I was little and you had took me like uh, on a shooting range or like shooting animals and stuff. And I had sworn to God that I saw something like run past me for a second. Like, do you remember the shooting range that like how like you we were like in these little station kind of thingies? Mm-hmm. I, when I was looking outside, I swore in the trees I could have saw just something just looking at me. Now, Give now, granted, it could have just been a deer or something, but nah, that, those eyes looked way too dang human to be a human. Well, here's a little story on YouTube that I found about it. Point Pleasant, West Virginia, April 1967. Linda Sigmund and her boyfriend head out for a quiet nighttime drive. Far beyond the city lights, they pull over to do some amateur stargazing. After a few minutes, they realize they're not alone. We got out and we sat on the car and we're sitting there talking for a little bit and I noticed a bright star over to my right. And all of a sudden it started to get bigger and it turned bright red and it started to glow and like it burst through the clouds and it came right over in front of the car and we looked up and the object was so big that we couldn't see the night sky or the stars or anything. My boyfriend tried to start the car and it wouldn't start. Finally got the car started and we started to pull forward and I saw him. And he appeared to be a large flying man with wings. It was the creature that I perceived to be Mothman. 
wings were back, and he was anywhere between eight and nine feet tall. And as we were going around the turn, the Mothman flew and flew into the trees. I don't know what else it could have been. The Mothman? A large, red-eyed, human-sized creature that flies. Now, if I would ever see that, you better believe I'm running or I'm going to run over it or whatever the case might be because <laughs> that thing looks creepy as Dad, that's a mythical creature, Dad. You're not going to run over it. It's probably going to grab the car and throw you Mm-hmm. But still, it's not a, taking no chances. Dad, it's a mythical creature. I'm going to fight going down. Dad, no, 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 look, look, look. See, you're a brave man. I'm not a brave man. If I see anything that looks remotely dangerous... I'm out. I'm That's gone. what I'm just saying. I just yeah, said you're I would literally run. saying you're gonna run over him. What if I had to go forward? What if what if the river was behind me? Well, what guess, are you gonna do? I guess you could try running over him. Then or what if you're home. in a mountain cliff and it's like a thousand feet for your death if you fall down? Well, I mean, then you it's practically a lose to the situation because then you're gonna have to either kill him because if you knock him uh, off, he's gonna I'm fly not, back up. Oh, I'm not gonna try to kill him. I'm gonna try to run away from him. Like what? Stun him and then run? Well, if I had to hit him with my car and could continue going, better believe I'm gonna do that. Wow! And since we're talking about that, the garage starts thing. But if such a creature exists, where could it have come from? Mothman is one of the most enigmatic creatures in the annals of the unexplained, and first gained public notoriety in November of 1966 and within a matter of days and weeks there were dozens or perhaps hundreds of sightings of this creature around the Point Pleasant area causing a mass hysteria situation. Skeptics have attributed the Mothman sightings to a misidentification of giant owls or even a crane that is local to the area. There's all kinds of other explanations that have been given but when you interview the people that actually saw and experienced this now think about this. What if it's a dinosaur that never died? A dinosaur that never died. I mean, we don't know. Cause what if? Okay, okay. Directly, what if this dinosaur was frozen? The bird was frozen, and right now, since everything is melting, it finally got loose. And around 1967, it just flew. I mean, I guess that could be the case. I mean, think about it. It could have been an ancestor of us. I mean, think about it. It said it looks like a human. It has the fingers of a human. It has the hands of a human. Mm -hmm. It's just the only thing that looks different is the fact that it has wings. So, But what if it's an angel? Because we don't know how angels look like. We do. Either. In the Bible, it says that angels are... Um, they don't look like humans. They, no, no, no. They no, don't look like humans They like are circles with these giant wings. Like They're like giant rings with a bunch of eyes so on them. So what if this is one of them? If this is one of them, then why would he have killed people? He's not killing people. He has not killed nobody yet. He's only went to certain areas right before disasters happen. It's like, right now it's an explain. Oh, it's, like, um, it's like that one guy, Trevor Henderson, the guy who made Cartoon Cat and Siren Head. That was the topic of our last episode. Mm -hmm. He made this guy called Longhorse. Longhorse is a skeleton horse that... His neck can stretch on for infinite miles, but you never see the rest of his body. Like, okay. If you see a tree, his head will just start peeling up behind the tree. And the thing is, he looks very scary. And he often actually fights with Siren Head to save people. For example, he'll, he knows he looks scary, so he'll use that to get you away from the area. He tries to save you. And oftentimes, you can befriend him and you can have him, not as a pet, but like you can um, just like he'll just be there to protect you. 
he has fought against Sarnid and has won and has lost before. So sometimes I I don't know, man. That's pretty dang strong to literally win a fight against Sirenhead. And also he smells like cinnamon, which is I mean, pretty nice. Wow, cinnamon. That's crazy. But still, you know, he hasn't killed anybody. All he does is he show up at different places and a day or two days later disaster happens like there's also been a theory he showed up right before the ten, twin towers got hit by those planes people had spotted them there a day or two days before that happened and i i have two theories either one he knows this is going to happen and he goes there to try warning people or he's one of those things that just carry instantly bad luck with him talking about anything that is conventionally known West Virginia people are outdoorsy people. They know all the animals in the woods. Most are avid outdoorsmen, hunters, fishermen. They know the difference between an owl and a mothman-type creature. We have to consider that the mothman's behavior, which involved chasing cars at over 100 miles an hour, taking straight up off the ground like a helicopter, none of those would indicate any type of flesh and blood animal. Chasing cars over a hundred miles an hour. If true, then this thing is no owl. At least not a normal one. What do you think? Are creatures like the chupacabra, the goat man, and the mothman real? Or are they figments of overactive imaginations? Perhaps mankind is so good at creating its own demons that they say we want to find them, capture them, study them. But perhaps all we really should do is leave them alone. Let them stay in the shadow. Let them remain the unexplained. Yeah, definitely. I'm leaving it alone. If I ever see it, I'm not trying to catch it. I'm not trying to get near it. I don't care to study it. Um, hey, you stay where you're at, buddy. I'll stay over here. I never okay. saw you. We want me to delete these pictures. I'll delete everything. Want me to delete the video? I'll <laughs> I don't delete want the any video. Problems. I don't oh, want any problems. No problems. You you stay over there. I stay over here. Yeah. Kind of like, deal. He's like, he's like, no. COVID mandatory six feet distance. You know what I'm saying? Actually, no, he wouldn't give a crap. No. Like, he's like some mythical creature. COVID is the least of his concerns. Man, just um, I mean, I couldn't imagine seeing a creature that big with wings, I would probably think it's a damn devil, especially with his eyes glowing red. Yeah, like hell no. In West Virginia folklore, in West Virginia folklore, the Mothman is a humanoid creature reportedly seen in Point Pleasant area from November 15, 1966 to December 15, 1967. That was supposedly the last time he was ever seen. The first newspaper report was published in Point Pleasant Register dated November 16, 1966, titled Couple See Man-Sized Creature Something. The National Press soon picked up the reports and helped spread the story across the United States. The Mothman was introduced by Gray Baker in 1970, and nobody knows if he's real or fake. See? We don't know if it's real fake. Can you imagine? If he wants to stay fake, then he's going to stay fake with me. That's damn for damn sure. <laughs> like, you see him? Nah, nah, nah. I never saw you. You never existed. I'm going to pretend like I didn't even know about you. This is a pretty popular YouTube um, channel called BuzzFeed Unsoft Network. They're in the search of the mysterious Mothman. Pleasant, West Virginia, home of the Mothman. I think you're going to really like this town. Oh, the Mothman. If we're going to 
people are nuts they're gonna go actually search for it they're in the woods looking for it they're trying to get themselves killed <laughs> they're trying to do something I mean I, like I'm not even sure if a shotgun could take that thing down I mean think about it you know people they often operate on society me no I operate on my brain if my gut tells me that something's wrong, I'm gonna believe that something's wrong. Because I, mm. I don't know about you, but I believe in nature. I believe in my brain. Well, I believe in my instincts. If I yeah. feel something's wrong in my stomach, I'm out of there. Yeah, same with me. That's the way I operate. Like, there's another video here. This video was made possible by Wix. If you are ready to create a website, head over to wix.com slash ghost latest mysteries, the legend of the Mothman. Amitrano is far from alone in reporting sightings of what has been dubbed the Chicago Mothman. To date, 55 other witnesses have come forward in 2017 alone with descriptions of a large flying humanoid. What exactly is stalking the nighttime skies of Chicago, and could it be the legendary Mothman, harbinger of pending disaster? Though legends from all around the world tell of flying humanoids that portend disaster, the entity that came to be known as Mothman originates from the area around Point Pleasant, West Virginia in 1966. On November 16th of that year, the Point Pleasant Register ran a story with the headline, Couples See Man-Sized Bird, Creature, Something, marking the beginning of a rash of sightings that would end in tragedy for the local community. The first sighting of Mothman occurred a few nights prior. Steve and Mary Mallet, along with Roger and Linda Scarberry, were driving on West Virginia Route 62. When they crested a hill, they came face to face with a seven foot tall creature with large red eyes and a 10 foot wingspan. Swerving around the creature, they drove away, but seconds later, the Mothman reappeared in front of their car. Hitting almost 100 miles per hour, the two couples made for town as the creature continued to chase them, soaring high up above the car and back down again. Turning onto a farm road, the creature once again got out ahead of them and blocked their path, lying down on the road as though hoping one of them would step out of the car to investigate. So what if he was trying to protect them from harm or protect them from something happening in that area so he was guiding them or scaring them away from that area i mean it does make sense i mean think about it. if he is an ancestor of humans he looks very much like a human because he hasn't killed nobody yeah what if what if he thinks we're one of him because we look think about it we look very similar to him besides the whole wing thing and red eyes red eyes so besides that he could just think that what if we're i guess underdeveloped we're, we didn't get fully developed so that's why he's what if he's us. from the underworld because people say there's creatures that lives underneath us that's a whole new topic to talk about like what Slenderman like how Slenderman tries to no, kill no they're you. saying there's aliens and different creatures and different humanoids that lives underneath us I mean that is one of the other topics spaceships I, I mean spaceships UFOs goes underneath the water at the lakes I guess and that, that also goes one of the other topics um, the Mandela catalog I'm pretty sure I've told you about it it's these creatures and these creatures have been around ever since well supposedly in the story they've been around as long as God and basically it's kind of like you know like the devil the devil mm -hmm. and God mm -hmm. think about think about as the, the they're called um, I guess 
I don't know, Mandela's. I'll just call them Mandela's. Or no, they're called alternates. They're basically like the demons of the devil, like the worst, like, you know, the worshippers of the devil. And what they do is they try copying you and they just, they just get you to the point to where you can't handle it anymore. And then when you kill yourself, they take, like, they basically copy your body, not almost perfectly though. And then they live your life as you. They take over you. Like, ooh, that's a possibility. I mean, there's also that theory. Or what if they're, what if the government created them? They, they, they got an actual moth. They got the human, and they put their DNA together with another bird, and they just made this human, humanified. Yeah, I mean, um, it, was like, it was like an Mothman. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, Dad. Some things that exist today, I don't think nature could have made those no. things. Dad, there was literally a creature, Dad. Like you know, um, hippos. Those mm-hmm. things are not nature. Like the bite force of that thing could just mollywop a lion. Yeah, there's a lot of things out there. I think our government created. We just don't know about. I mean, I guess. The creature was laying a trap for them. The couples refused to step out of their car and instead backed up onto the highway and finally made their way to town. Later that night, the couples returned with the sheriff, only to discover a strange lump of dust where the creature had lain. The news article encouraged others to come forward with their own stories. Many others also saw the creature, but remained silent due to fear of being ridiculed. A group of gravediggers came forward, telling the Point Pleasant Register that they too had encountered a half-man, half-moth creature flying through the trees just above their heads. The reports continued to come in over the next year, with residents hearing strange noises outside and finding red glowing eyes staring back at them from the darkness. Many skeptics have since concluded that the Mothman sightings were nothing more than a misidentified sandhill crane or great horned owl, yet this does not explain why the sightings suddenly stopped after the tragic collapse of the Silver Bridge on December 15, 1967. With many of the eyewitnesses reporting that during Mothman's year-long visit, they felt a pending sense of doom and tragedy, it's curious that the creature would completely disappear from the local area after the bridge collapse. Another bridge collapse in 2007 would be linked to the Mothman. Reports of Mothman sightings flooded in shortly before the collapse of the I-35W Mississippi River Bridge in Minnesota. In an eerily similar manner to the Silver Bridge collapse, the I-35W Mississippi River Bridge buckled during the evening during rush hour on August 1st, 2007, killing 13 people and injuring 145. After the collapse, eyewitnesses came forward to state that they had seen a large flying humanoid in the area for months prior to the collapse, but as usual, had remained silent for fear of being ridiculed. One woman claimed to have seen the creature while driving in the vicinity of the bridge. She stated that the creature had large red eyes and a 10-foot wingspan, yet seemed to fly incredibly fast while hardly flapping its wings. But the Mothman is hardly just an American phenomenon. Sightings of what was dubbed the Freiburg Schrieger occurred across the Atlantic in Germany. On September 10, 1978, a group of miners prepared for a day's work in a coal mine near Freiburg, Germany. Approaching the mouth of the mine, they were startled to discover what they thought was a tall man in a dark trench coat blocking access. Approaching the figure to demand he move out of the way, the men were surprised to discover that the figure was not a man at all, but rather an entity with large bat-like wings pinned to its sides. Without warning, the figure began to let loose a series of shrieks that, according to the miners, sounded like 50 men screaming at once, combined with the sound of a train's emergency brakes. Terrified, the miners fled, but... Can you imagine hearing the sound of one of those things? I mean, that would scare the bejeebies out of anybody. I, yeah, I mean, it would. Like, 
if you were to hear it's kind of like um with the siren head thing whenever you hear like but like that would get the crap out of you like we're humans it's like it's what we do we get scared a lot you know i've always had a theory that what if all these creatures try to make the perfect species like the perfect one they got Imagine. all their dna's and then that's how we were made i mean think about it we don't look anything like other animals we don't grow fur all over our bodies. We don't look like, think about it. We look very similar to a Sasquatch. We have, they have fingers like us. A monkey or like a, a I don't know what they're, they're called, but a monkey, we look very similar. They have fingers like us. They have feet like us. And I think about it, the, our body type is pretty much the exact same. Well, we evolved over the years. They said that we once looked like a monkey. I guess that is true. But I mean, fun fact, do you know you have as much hair on your body as you do as a monkey? It's just that your hair is a lot more refined. Like it's a lot more I guess like cleaned and flushed out than a monkey's who is just everywhere So I mean it's really a mystery where we came from. I mean Christianity believes we came from God Scientists believe that we came from evolution. It's nobody knows where we came from We kind of just appear one day and we haven't even been on the planet for that long We've been on the planet for at least like 20,000 years Not even that long. There's been animals here who have been around ants They've been here way longer than us. Roaches? I mean, ants are technically dinosaurs. Roaches too? Ro yeah, roaches. I mean, bugs. Almost Not even a nuclear war will kill roaches. No, those they, things. Yeah, those things can literally survive a nuclear explosion. Yes. Like, see, and that's why you never kill them with the freaking chanta. <laughs> They'll just come flying at like, you. No, like, you. Like, I remember this one time. I was like at my mom's house. I was about to kill a roach. That thing had wings. And I got, I ran to my room. I was like, hell no. As soon as I saw that thing started flying, I ran for my life. <laughs> I mean, think about That's what Texas. Do. That's Texas. They'll come for you. They That's Texas. They don't mess and around. It's it even worse, Dad, because have you heard on the news? There's a spider, right? Six inches. A six-inch freaking spider that's making its way all the way where it came from. Hmm. People are saying it either came from Australia or Florida. I'm not even surprised. Because uh, before I go back to the thing, one little quick thing. In Florida, there was a case that a man got so mad at a Wendy's because they messed up his order. He threw a crocodile. A crocodile? He just picked up a crocodile and threw it inside the drive through window. <laughs> Florida people are just, they're built different. A kid ran out an entire police force. In Florida. But hold on, you're not just gonna skip by me and just not mention anything more about that crocodile. I, the guy got so mad, he went to a little lake, grabbed a crocodile, and just threw it in there. What the hell? And that crocodile, people that they recorded that crocodile was crying for his life. That he was pissed. He was like holding it up by the tail and everything. He was mad. Can you imagine somebody comes to your house, grabs you? And then takes you to one of the freaking restaurants and throws you inside the because <laughs> you that. That's what he, that's what he did. He just yeah. he came and took this poor alligator away from his house. <laughs> the alligator was just trying to just enjoy its life, just trying to eat a fish or something. He thought he was the predator. No, he was the prey. This guy was. I. That's why I fear Florida people because they. A he, kid outran That poor alligator was just chilling at he home. He was chilling at his house, you know, just like, man, <laughs> Enjoying the water. Like, I'm gonna get back to my wife. My kid's not get the hell away. You're going in a windy drive-through. So, so what if he never gets back to where he belongs? Where he got him from? I, nobody knows where the alligator went. The alligator just climbed out and started running for its life. Oh, well, I would too, man. ...near the area of the mine. An hour later, the mine was rocked by an explosion that caused its collapse, and authorities would later state that- You see, what if he saved their lives? He made that loud sound to get 
all of those miners away from the cave before it collapsed and the explosion happened. Yeah, see, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like Longhorst, or like he's there to protect you, no. or he uses his scary Guardian features Angel. to get you the hell away from him. I think it's like with guardian angels. Angels in They're heaven, scary look, yeah, they look really scary. Like if I were to see one, if I didn't read anything about the Bible, I would assume that was a, de- a devil or something. I would have ran for my life. Had been at their posts during the explosion, they would all have died. While the Freiburg Shrieker was credited with saving their lives, months later, nearly a third of the miners would go on to develop serious mental disorders, a fate shared by Mothman witnesses around the world. The earthquake and resulting tsunami off the coast of Japan in 2011 is best remembered for the subsequent Fukushima nuclear plant disaster, but here too, Mothman seemed to play a role in portending its doom. Just days after the tsunami, reports began to spread across the internet from Japanese and foreign nationals living on the island nation of sightings of a Mothman-like creature near or around the area of the Fukushima plant. One report claims that while out checking on some scientific instruments studying the effects of the nuclear power plant's waste heat on the nearby environment, a man and his friend were startled by loud shrieking sounds. They were similar to a city bus's brakes when they are in need of service, loud and ear-splitting. Looking around, two friends and another couple out for a walk in the area spotted a large creature sitting atop one of the nuclear power plant's buildings which were silhouetted against the moonlit sky. As the four witnesses watched, the creature spread its wings out to an estimated length of 10 feet and took to the air. It began to do circles around the buildings, housing the reactors that would melt down weeks later. Suddenly, and without warning, the creature turned towards the four, flying at them at high speed about 25 feet off the ground. Four witnesses cowered in fear as the creature flew straight over them. One of the witnesses relayed that the creature had two large red eyes that seemed to glow from within. As it flew over and past them, all four were overwhelmed by a feeling of dread, a terrible fear that they shouldn't be there. Melting into the night sky, the creature was not seen again. Just weeks later, disaster would strike the Fukushima plant, irradiating large portions of the countryside and forcing hundreds of thousands to flee the area permanently. Our ancestors believed that both angels and demons inhabited our world, bringing prophecies of doom to those who didn't listen to their... See, that's what we're just talking about. Yeah, I, I, I get that, because um, I actually... That, that kind of relates to um, a game that I played. It's called Terraria. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if any of you guys heard of it. But there's this thing called the Wall of Flesh. So basically, it's kind of a gruesome story. But the guide, your guide, has this connection to the world, and he's like the world's heart. And that world's heart... You grab a voodoo doll of him and you sew it in a lava, killing him in the process, but summoning the wall of flesh. Once you kill the wall of flesh, the forces of light and dark are released into your world, but neither of them are good. Hmm. So although light's supposed to be the good guy, it tries taking over your world and same with dark. So you're having to fight off both forces at the exact same time while also fighting off your creator. Interesting. Ancient stories of angels and demons have been Mothman sightings, and could these legends be a mischaracterization of a very real and very mysterious creature that science has yet to document? Is Mothman a good entity trying to warn us, or is it merely a creature that feeds off of human tragedy? Or is it none of these things, and merely the result of an overactive imagination, misidentified birds, and a desire to place the blame for senseless tragedy on something other than random bad fortune? We might never know. One thing we do know about is which is the best website platform. We can honestly say it. Now that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I just noticed something. We've almost been recording for 30 minutes without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. 
been. Wait, I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but Texas is like bipolar as hell right now. Like we welcome the Texas people. We got all four seasons in one day. <laughs> well, I mean, I have no other questions. Do you? Now I got no other questions besides the fact that um, I'm not surprised by anything anymore with no. Texas and the way everything is right now. Like, think about it. Like. In Texas, all for it. Like one day, oh, I'm gonna go back outside. Hey, ma, it's cold outside. All right, sweetie, go get your jacket. It's 80 degrees. What happened? You just like go inside for 30 minutes. As soon as you walk in and get your jacket, you walk back out. It's a different weather. Different weather. And then next thing you know, there's gonna be spiders that have wings that have giant jaws. Like, nope, that's when I'm gonna burn the place down. Nope, that's whenever you get a gun and you pray to God. (laughs) As far as I can tell, humans haven't evolutionized past anything about this point. Well, everybody, enjoy your day. You want to say anything else, Noah? Enjoy your day. And if you ever see, like, an unsuspecting creature or something, don't be an idiot. Just just leave it alone. Like, I mean, like, come on. Like, it's, it's horror movie one-on-one. You ever watch a horror movie? There's always that dumb guy who's like, oh, don't worry, I'll be fine. Next thing you see, his head get chopped off. Later. Our next topic will be about Five Nights of Freddy. I have a feeling that's not what you want. I have a feeling that you are right where you want to be.